Section 5 of Excerpts from A Bibliography of the Work of Mark Twain by Merle Johnson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. Speeches Mr. Clemens has made hundreds of speeches on all manner of occasions. His lecture tours have covered continents, and his after-dinner efforts would have brought him fame had he never written a line. Most of his speeches have been carefully prepared literary efforts. Some have been included in his books. Others have been wholly impromptu, and in general wholly delightful. The main objection to listing these speeches in this very serious bibliography we find to be not in the original matter of the speeches, but in the manner of their reporting. We have these speeches, with a few grateful exceptions, only through the medium of newspapers and their reporters. A reporter is not always a stenographer, and even if so, his report is apt to be altered and trimmed to suit the taste of an editor or the exigencies of space. If the speech is reported from memory or by longhand, then the fine shades of expression used in the speech are almost sure to be lost, and only the blunter of points made are set down, and then much altered by the recorder. Some even seize the occasion to foist on the innocent public some of their own jokes as original twain. I remember on one occasion listening to a speech which to my mind contained one particular bright scintillating gem of humor and keenness. With curiosity I opened the papers next morning, and not one report of that speech contained that particular gem, which had taken some minutes in the telling. The list is necessarily far from complete, and can be indefinitely extended by earnest searchers through newspaper files in this and other countries, with perhaps some slight aid through the chronology given in the notes for this book. The following books, given in chronological order, contain Mark Twain speeches without other Mark Twain material. A full collation is given for only the climax item, Mark Twain Speeches, 1910, which reprints almost all of the speeches given in the previous books, with the addition of over eighty others. Edmund Burke on Tammany and Crocker is listed elsewhere, as it was not primarily intended for an address. Other books listed elsewhere containing speeches are Eccentricities of Genius, Mark Twain, His Life and Work, and Extracts from the Minutes and Report of the Robert Fulton Monument Association. The Bulletin of the Society of American Authors for December 1900, which contains a speech, can hardly be called a book. It is said that Mark Twain's Pretoria speech in 1896 was printed in book form, but I have not seen it. N.D. Mark Twain's Speeches on Accident Insurance First page carries title with insurance company seal at top, and the next two pages carry the speech as later reprinted in Sketches New and Old, 1875, with a few additional lines descriptive of the banquet to Mr. Walford. Last page carries list of insurance company officers. N.D. The Fun Library is a collection of humorous stories, ludicrous incidents of travel, anecdotes, and fun items from brightest sources of current wit and humor. Boston, J. H. and A. L. Brigham. On page 54 is printed Opening Remarks of Mark Twain's Lectures, and on page 61, 
Mark Twain's wooing. The latter anecdote is of no importance here, as it has been printed so many times elsewhere. Address before the Ancient and Honorable Artillery Company, Boston, 1875. I have not inspected this item personally. 1876, 71st anniversary celebration of the New England Society in the city of New York at Delmonico's, December 22, 1876. Contains Mark Twain's reply to the toast, The Oldest Inhabitant, New England Weather, pages 50 to 54. This is generally quoted as speech on the weather. 1879, Report of the Proceedings of the Society of the Army of the Tennessee at the 13th Annual Meeting, held at Chicago, Illinois, November 12th and 13th, 1879, printed by F. W. Freeman. This book contains a short Mark Twain speech, page 50, and a longer one, The Babies, pages 154 to 157. 1881, Reunion of the Army of the Potomac, Address by Clemens. I have not inspected this item personally. 1881, First Annual Festival of the New England Society of Pennsylvania at the Continental Hotel, Philadelphia, December 22, 1881. Mark Twain's address appears pages 54 to 59, and has been later entitled Plymouth Rock and the Pilgrims. 1882, 77th anniversary celebration of the New England Society in the city of New York at Delmonico's, December 22, 1882. Mark Twain's address fills pages 39 to 42. Other remarks by him are on page 75. 1884. Life of Oliver Wendell Holmes by E. E. Brown, author of Life of Garfield, Life of Washington, From Night to Light, etc., etc. Boston, D. Lothrop and Company. Published March 31, 1884. Pages 162 to 165 contain the Mark Twain speech at the Holmes Breakfast, August 29, 1879, later captioned Unconscious Plagiarism. 1886. International Copyright. Statements made before the Committee on Patents of the United States Senate relating to the bill to establish an international copyright and the bill, S. 1178, to amend Title 60, Chapter 3 of the Revised Statutes of the United States. Mr. Clemens's statement is given pages 15 to 17. 1888. Werner's Readings and Recitations, number 30. Electrocutionary Studies, compiled and arranged by Anna Randall Deal, New York, Edgar S. Werner, Publishing and Supply Company. Copyright 1888 by Edgar S. Werner. Mark Twain's speech, General Grant's English, appears on page 74. 1890. Wise, Witty, Eloquent Kings of the Platform and Pulpit by Melville D. Landon. Biographies, Reminiscences, and Lectures of Five Lines of Three Names Each, and The Master Lectures of Five Lines of Three Names Each, and Personal Reminiscences and Anecdotes of Noted Americans. Chicago, The Wabash Publishing Company, 1890. Mark Twain anecdotes and speeches fill pages 348 to 359. Of these, the Papyrus Club Boston reply to the toast, The Ladies, is first printing in book form. This speech is not the one listed under the same title in Sketches New and Old, 1875. 
published september twenty fifth eighteen ninety eighteen ninety Werner's readings and recitations number five american classics compiled and arranged by sarah sigourney rice new york edgar s werner eighteen ninety one on pages ninety one and ninety two is printed a ghost story by mark twain this is the tale known as the golden arm used by mark twain in his early lectures and retold in how to tell a story eighteen ninety five a brief history of the lotus club by john elderkin clubhouse new york those first bound up carry list of lotus club members at back two mark twain speeches are quoted in part pages fifteen and one fourteen to one seventeen nineteen hundred masterpieces of american eloquence christian herald selection with introduction by julia ward howe new york the christian herald lewis klopsch proprietor nineteen hundred mark twain speeches the discounts of an author pages four hundred twenty eight to four thirty and an author's soldiering pages four hundred thirty eight to four hundred forty first was an address at a banquet of ex-confederate and union soldiers in new york city october twelfth eighteen ninety and the second an address at a banquet of the union veterans in baltimore nineteen o one modern eloquence editor thomas b reed justin mccarthy rossiter johnson albert ellergy berg associate editors volume one after-dinner speeches the university society new york published june twenty ninth nineteen o one volume one contains mark twain's speech a literary episode pages two fourteen to two eighteen this speech was delivered at the whittier birthday dinner at the hotel brunswick boston massachusetts december seventeenth eighteen seventy seven volume four contains mark twain's lecture delivered during eighteen seventy seven the sandwich islands sometimes known as hawaii pages two hundred and fifty three to two hundred and fifty nine volume five contains mark twain's remarks introducing charles kingsley boston february seventeenth eighteen seventy four pages six hundred and ninety one to six hundred and ninety three nineteen o one speeches at the lotus club arranged by john elderkin chester s lord horatio n fraser new york privately printed m c m i it announces of this book there have been printed from type in the month of march nineteen hundred and one nine hundred copies on specially made paper and one hundred copies on van gelder handmade paper i have not seen one of the one hundred numbered copies on pages three hundred and seventy four to three hundred and seventy nine appears mark twain's speech at the dinner in his honor on november tenth nineteen hundred mark twain's birthday report of the celebration of the sixty-seventh thereof at the metropolitan club new york november twenty eighth nineteen o two privately printed and distributed probably three hundred copies issued mark twain's speech occupies pages forty one to forty nine nineteen o five mark twain's seventieth birthday souvenir of its celebration copyright nineteen o five by harper and brothers without covers given as supplement to harper's weekly for december twenty third nineteen o five copyrighted december thirteenth nineteen o five published december nineteenth nineteen o five mark twain's speech is given pages three to four nineteen o six 
Copyright Hearings, December 7th to 11th, 1906. Arguments before the Committee on Patents of the Senate and House of Representatives, co-jointly, on the bills S6330 and H.R. 19853, to amend and consolidate the acts respecting copyright. December 7th, 8th, 10th, and 11th, 1906. Washington Government Printing Office, 1906. Mr. Clemens' argument is found on pages 116 to 121. 1906. Mark Twain on Simplified Spelling, a speech at the annual dinner of the Associated Press held in New York, September 19, 1906, revised expressly for the Simplified Spelling Board, issued without covers, single sheet folded once, making four pages of text. 1907. The American Society in London, report of the speeches at the Independence Day Banquet, July 4, 1907, held at the Hotel Cecil, London. Mark Twain's speech appears pages 14 through 18. 1908. Dinner in honor of the Honorable Whitelaw Reed, American ambassador to the Court of St. James, by the Pilgrims of the United States, on Wednesday, the 19th of February, 1908, at Delmonico's, New York. Mark Twain's speech appears on pages 30 to 35. 1910. Mark Twain's Speeches, with an introduction by William Dean Howells, New York and London, Harper & Brothers Publishers, 1910, published June 21, 1910. End of Section 5. Speeches.